You're listening to Moments from the Mount, a podcast from Mount Calvary Lutheran Church and Pastor Benjamin Schaefer. This is a sermon that was recently preached in our congregation. You can learn more at mtcalvaryreading.org or watch a sermon there. Thanks for listening. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. The Word of God that we'll meditate on this morning is from the letter of 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 5 through 10. Here's what St. Paul wrote. This is evidence of God's righteous verdict that resulted in your being counted worthy of God's kingdom, for which you also suffer. Certainly it is right for God to repay trouble to those who trouble you and to give relief to you who are troubled along with us. When the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his powerful angels, he will exercise vengeance in flaming fire on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. Such people will receive a just penalty Eternal destruction away from the presence of the Lord and from his glorious strength on that day when he comes to be glorified among his saints and to be marveled at among all those who have believed because our testimony to you was believed. This is the word of the Lord. The whole concept of judgment is not a popular one in our society. People will repeat the mantra, don't judge me, you can't judge me. And they ask the question, who are you to judge? Now Christians are often accused of being judgmental and harsh when we talk about right and wrong, good and evil. Now just to clarify, Jesus does warn us. He does say, do not judge like a hypocrite, as if you're better than other people. But judgment, having good judgment, is a necessary part of the Christian life. And what Jesus warns us about is a measurement, a judgment that is not in line with God's judgment. And this, though, is a necessary part of the Christian life, that we we call out other sinners in humility and love. We rebuke one another. We seek to lead each other to repentance because there is an ultimate judgment coming. And that's what today is about. Today is about Last Judgment Sunday. And judgment might not be a very popular concept today, but justice is on a lot of people's minds. We think about what is right and just for society. Politicians and pundits talk about social justice for all citizens. Now justice is something we do like to see, especially when we have been treated unfairly, when we have been wronged. Imagine you're driving on Interstate 5, going through that wonderful construction zone just south of town. Suddenly, a large SUV cruises up right behind you. Instead of simply passing and going on his way, he gets closer and closer. He's riding your bumper. Finally, he gets in the left lane, passes you, speeding well over the construction zone speed limit. A few miles down the road, you see that same SUV pulled over to the side, 
by a CHP officer who's standing at the driver's window. <laughs> justice, you think to yourself. He got what he deserved. You were looking for justice, and it was delivered. To have justice, you need judgment. A judge makes a determination, a judgment about what the law says and what is right under the law's wording, and we have justice. Today, judgment and justice come together in our reading from 2 Thessalonians. Justice will come perfectly when Jesus returns to judge the living and the dead. And maybe those words struck you as I read them from 2 Thessalonians. Paul wrote, It is right for God to repay trouble to those who trouble you and to give relief to you who are troubled along with us. When the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his powerful angels, he will exercise vengeance in flaming fire. Now Paul wrote these words to Christians who were suffering for their faith. Some had been thrown in prison. Some were afflicted physically. And they were asking questions. They were saying, where is the justice? Has God forgotten about us? When will we get some relief? Justice will come with Jesus' judgment. Paul wrote these words as an encouragement for the faith-filled people of God. Jesus will rescue us from every affliction and we need not fear his judgment. But there's also a warning in these words A warning against being faithless followers. Because Jesus' judgment is perfect. Watch out. Now during his ministry, Jesus had told his disciples that they would be lights. Reflecting the light of Christ himself. You and I let the light and love of Christ shine in our lives. So that others can see the goodness and the kindness and the mercy of God. But Jesus also told his disciples that when you let the light shine, the darkness is not going to like it. The darkness is going to attack and and fight against God's truth. And wherever the light was, the darkness would be there too. And that's true throughout our lives as Christians. And it was true for the Christians in Thessalonica too. Paul and Silas faced the darkness when they started a mission congregation in Thessalonica. They weren't there very long, and the certain people in Thessalonica, the Jews, did not want to hear Paul's message. And so a mob formed. They caused trouble for Paul. They dragged Jason, one of the men of the city, out and and started to attack him. And then finally, Paul and Silas had to leave Thessalonica. In the middle of the night, they fled. And they left the Christians behind there in their homes to continue the Lord's work and to continue spreading the gospel. And so Paul wrote these words to those Christians to encourage them, to let them know that they were not alone. And that all of this that they're going through, all this pain, all this suffering, and and their faith in standing up, to all of this, their, their, their steadfastness in the Lord, Paul said, this is evidence of God's righteous verdict that resulted in your being counted worthy of God's kingdom for which you also suffer. You see, God had chosen the Thessalonians. God had picked them 
to be his own. And they were rejoicing in his forgiveness and love. And they held on to him in a a steadfast faith. But they were also suffering. And they were feeling the pain of persecution, of people mocking them, of, of the attacks for their faith. And when that happened, they didn't feel too worthy. They didn't feel like God really cared about them. And Paul gave an interesting perspective on this. He said, no, this suffering is actually evidence. Evidence that you are God's children. That you are following the truth because Jesus said this would happen. And because Jesus said this would happen, now it's coming true in your lives. And and the relief is coming. The relief is coming soon. And that's how he's encouraging them. He's saying, don't trust in yourself and in your own worthiness, but trust in the judgment of God. Because first of all, he has declared you his own. By faith in Jesus Christ, there is a judgment that's made. In God's eternal courtroom, by faith, you are declared not guilty. By faith, you are set free from your sins. By faith in Jesus Christ, who suffered, who died, who rose again, you have complete peace with God. And your record is wiped clean. And you have nothing to fear. And that declaration, that righteous verdict, Paul says, results in your being counted worthy of God's kingdom for which you're suffering. And Paul says, okay, now you're in God's kingdom. Now you trust God to take care of you. And it is right for God to repay trouble to those who trouble you. And God will do that perfectly. You don't have to fight. You don't have to to feel the weight of all of this. See, this is what happens sometimes when we suffer, when we go through pain. You know, don't you just want to get back at somebody? Right, if they wrong you, if they hurt you, don't you just want to 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 have a little justice, right? To have a little oh, a little vengeance, kind of a little payback, right? They did that to you, and and you're going to get even with them, right? And the same is true for us as as Christians, as God's people. We'd like we'd like to pay back those people that make it so hard for Christians to hold on to God's word. We'd may, like to make it hard and to pay back some trouble to those people who are who are troubling us in life who are who are mocking the word of god who are saying that what we believe is old-fashioned that that our our teachings are out of date you know that that the world is much smarter now you know don't you just want to pay them back sometimes and jesus says let it go he says be at peace you are part of god's eternal kingdom And the Lord says, it is mine to avenge. I will bring justice. And justice will come perfectly when Jesus Christ is revealed on the last day. Your suffering is evidence of God's righteous verdict that makes us worthy of God's kingdom. But that worthiness doesn't come from ourselves. It doesn't come from our perfect track record or or how good we've been for God. No, it comes from our Savior working faith in our hearts and a confidence that that Jesus raises the dead, that he's raised us from spiritual death, and that on the last day he will raise all the dead and glorify us and and lead us into his heavenly kingdom. You know, one reason we often stand against people judging us and we say, oh, you can't judge me, or we, we think that, is because we know that human judgment is imperfect. 
We know that human judgment, often people play favorites. We have personal preferences that get in the way. But at the end, on the last day when Jesus comes, his judgment and his justice will be perfect. St. Paul wrote, When the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his powerful angels, he will exercise vengeance in flaming fire on those who do not know God and those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. Such people will receive a just penalty, eternal destruction away from the presence of the Lord and from his glorious strength on that day when he comes to be glorified among his saints and to be marveled at among all those who have believed because our testimony to you was believed. My friends, hell is a a real place, a horrible place, a place of suffering away from the loving presence of the Lord. And in hell, all you feel is God's wrath and his punishment for your sins forever and ever. God sent his son to save people from that pain and punishment. But many people don't know God and many refuse to believe the good news. And so vengeance is mine, declares the Lord. He will glorify us, his saints, his holy one, and we'll marvel. You know, the last day, judgment day, is not a day to be afraid of. It's a day when we can lift up our heads with joy because our redemption is drawing near. But it won't be a marvelous day for those who do not believe, for those who are faithless. It will be a day when they will begin to face the eternal punishment for their rebellion against God. It will be a just penalty Paul says it'll be right because God's judgment is perfect and justice will come with Jesus. Now that doesn't necessarily make us happy that people go to hell. But we can take a warning from that. The warning that we remain faithful to the Lord. That we not be found among those who do not believe or those who do not Do not obey the word of our Lord. We want to stand with our Savior and know that when he comes in judgment, we'll have nothing to fear. You know, Lady Justice is the statute outside many courtrooms. She's often holding scales in her hands and she's got a blindfold over her eyes. We like to say that justice is blind and that the law applies equally and perfectly to everyone But we know that is not always the case. Justice isn't always served. Sometimes the innocent are punished wrongly. Justice isn't always blind because the people who administer it are not blind. And we often let our own notions of fairness cloud our judgment. But perfect justice is coming. Justice that will be right and sound and everlasting. There will be no mistakes on Judgment Day. And it's a day we can look forward to because by faith in Jesus, we don't have to fear the judge. The judge is also our Savior. He's coming to bring us relief. Marvel at that Savior and enjoy his eternal verdict of love for you. Amen.